Welcome to Frequently Asked Questions from the session, Medical Marijuana, Weeding Fiction from Fact. We are joined by Dr. Corrales. Before we begin with these questions, doctor, would you be able to reiterate a few quick pointers from today's session to our audience? Yes, I think the most important thing that providers can do is realize that this whole field will change very quickly and there will be more research to uh, provide uh, answers to what is marijuana good for, what are the side effects, what are the long-term concerns with it, as well as the ways by which we provide patients with the information as well as uh, the recommendations. Additionally, all states will be changing laws because this is a very fluid um, area in terms of whether it will only be available as medicinal or uh, it will be legalized uh, for recreational and what will be the federal responses to that. Great. Let's start with some of these frequently asked questions. First, what are the three main classifications of cannabinoids? So the first one is the phytocannabinoids. They, they're what come from the plant itself. They're grown naturally uh, in the stems, the leaves, the seeds. And uh, there are two main purified natural cannabinoids that are of medical interest, and they are cannabidol, or CBD, and delta-9-tetrohydrocannabinol, which is THC. CBD has no effect uh, on uh, the usual highs, whereas THC is the predominant chemical which creates the highs that we all associate with marijuana. The second is endocannabinoids, our own mammalian brain uh, in the CNS, in glia, in peripheral nerve uh, and um, in central nerves contain receptors as well as uh, naturally occurring cannabinoids. These regulate and have been shown by research in animals as well as humans to regulate pleasure, memory, thinking, concentration, body movements, and sensations. The final one is what we are producing now as synthetic molecules. Uh, they are almost entirely THC, the hallucinogenic uh, chemical derivative. Uh, things like nabilon and dronabinol, uh, known on the streets as spice and K2. What are the negative health effects of marijuana? Well, research has shown uh, different uh, outcomes with that particular question. But the ones that are most important are really the effect on cognitive capacity and increased risk of psychotic uh, episodes. And it, it has shown that adolescent brains in particular are most vulnerable to the effects on cognitive capacity. There's evidence that academic performance, uh, job retention, even IQ, uh, is altered. Uh, the younger the age uh, that you begin the marijuana and the longer the duration of use. There's also breathing problems, particularly bronchorrhea, which looks like uh, bronchitis. Uh, but the studies have not shown any permanent lung damage uh, or uh, higher incidence of lung cancer. 
There's a, a hypercatecholamine state with increased heart rate and blood pressure. And finally, there's a very um, unusual syndrome called hyperemesis with intractable nausea and vomiting. Is marijuana addictive and can there be overdoses? So the prevalence of addiction has uh, ranged everywhere from 6% up to 30%. But there is a withdrawal syndrome of agitation, irritability, uh, increased heart rate uh, that suggests that there probably is an addictive effect. And once again, the younger the age of starting the use, the more frequent the use and the longer duration of use is um, uh, usually associated with a higher rate of addiction. There's also um, uh, reports of uh, overdoses. And the interesting thing is that the overdose manifests primarily as an extreme psychotic reaction. And it, it occurs more frequently, again, with younger people because, and with the edible forms of the cannabinoids because they don't get the usual immediate high with the edible forms, and so they'll redose themselves and take more of uh, the cannabinoid, and so they end up uh, really overdosing. The National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine in 2017 did a comprehensive view of literature on the subject. What is the evidence for effectiveness of marijuana on health? Well, they did a comprehensive review of the literature. They, they looked at 24,000 uh, abstracts and papers uh, that utilized 10,000-plus uh, uh, patients. And uh, they rated the evidence as um, conclusive, uh, most conclusive, and moderate, and, and no evidence. And what we know at this point is that most conclusive is the positive effect on managing chronic pain in adults. We also know the positive effect as an anti-emetic for chemotherapy-induced nausea and vomiting. And finally, uh, the most conclusive evidence that on self-reported spasticity outcomes, uh, there's a positive effect for MS patients. The rest of the literature, there's uh, always papers that are positive for a variety of things ranging from uh, chronic uh, fatigue, uh, uh, sleep disorders, uh, PTSD, uh, but the problem is it is not conclusive, and in some instances, such as weight gain, anorexia, um, it, it actually doesn't exist. So at this point in time, we have to continue to do more research to show what the positive effects are and whom we should actually be recommending the use of marijuana. And lastly, what is the legality of cannabis in the U.S.? Well, this is an area that's extremely in flux. Uh, the federal law still treats uh, cannabis and uh, um, cannabinoid products as Schedule I, meaning that they are not uh, efficacious and they are uh, essentially addictive. Um, but there are 33 states where there have been referendums, and it is current law that we can use um, medicinal purposes, uh, marijuana, 
in 15 of those states, uh, it limits the amount of the THC product, which essentially is the hallucinogenic product. But in nine states, we have laws that allow it not only as medicinal, but also as recreational. In Florida, uh, we have it only currently as medicinal. And we require in Florida only certified doctors or qualified doctors um, to be able to recommend it. It is not prescribed as such, but it is recommended. And we also have only um, certified licensed growers, licensed by the state, as well as certified treatment centers where patients have to register and with the physician's recommendation, go and get their uh, medication from those treatment centers only. In Florida, we also have qualified conditions so that you can only recommend uh, under those qualified conditions. This is great information, doctor. Thank you so much for your time today.